Hello folks, welcome to How to Become a Pro Wrestler. Before we get started, I want to say thanks to our patrons, James Malley, Ian Downey, Ian Callan-Lees, Joe's mum, Kirsty Bailey, Chris McCulloch, Gordon Brown, Ben Wacker, Adam Wilson, Mark Leslie, Jack Godfrey, Ant191, Laura Baird, Brian Smith, Daniel Betancourt, Jamie Flood, James Pointer, Keenan Prophet Holmes, Barbara Good, Will Ledwith, David McCarthy, Fiona Edge, Ross Wilson, Jordan Schofield, Barry Carruthers, and James Weiss. Thank you so much for your support, and we hope you enjoy the podcast hello and welcome to how to become a pro wrestler this is a big episode for us because we're about to begin the training school and there was going to be a big email that got sent out that was saying you know uh here's what you need to have here's what you need to do but we thought you know what let's make a podcast for people so they can listen on the move they don't have to sit down and read paragraphs and paragraphs so if you're going to start training with us on September 15th, which we're very much looking forward September to. September 15th. There you go. Just over two uh, weeks 11 away, days away. 11 days away. We still have four spaces it, left. Oh God, yeah, it's 11 days. We have four spaces left. If you would like one, head over to edinburghwrestling.com and go register there. And yes. There are four spaces remaining at the time of recording this, and you could have one. So Don't go check miss out, guys. Uh, again, edinburghwrestling.com. So a lot of people have been asking me, like, kind of fitness-wise, you know, what do you need to do? Equipment-wise, what do you want to do? And I think I want to start with the equipment because that is, to me, the thing that's kind of like, I think fitness and diet and exercise can vary from person to person. Agreed. Whereas I think with the equipment, you know, we can kind of give you a... Uh, a rundown of what what, what, what do you, you want to bring what you want to bring yeah what uh, it's kind of it's obvious stuff to be honest i think what the main thing you want to do is it's first things first is you want to have the basics you want to have um some suitable footwear yes is what i would say ideally what would be great is amateur wrestling shoes now or boxing are, shoes. Or boxing shoes. Um, so, for example, if you if you want to invest a little bit, uh, I would recommend the Asics shoes, Asics wrestling shoes. Um, and be careful. I think you want to order that. I think it's a size above. It depends. Uh, little- I, I tend to go... Uh- I ordered my ge- my own my my genuine size. Yeah, and it, it was fine. And it was fine. So, I, I mean, you can usually go a half size up, uh, but they're usually a little bit tight when you get them. They're kind of yeah. tight. They got to kind of like settle I, them in a little bit. I would go half size up then for your if you're getting Asics shoes. I would really recommend them. A lot of the pros use them. You'll see them a lot on indie and professional shows. Yeah, you do. Um, so that's why I would recommend if you can't get them. There's obviously the Lonsdale boxing boots that you can get from like Sports uh, Direct. Yeah, Sports Direct. They're, they're usually do, like 20 30 quid they're not yeah. expensive if not um what we started with yeah if not you you can use suitable trainers so i would recommend clean trainers yes clean trainers that you have not worn outside that um don't have a massive sole on them you know yeah. like a massive support so you don't want to like the big bubble in the back of it you want something that's no you want something that's um that's suitable for this because like when you're taking bumps, if you've got a big sort of massive swell at the back of your foot, it's going to affect the way that you take that bump. And, it, you know, you don't want to end up hurting your ankles or anything like that. So yes. I think you want something that has a little bit of support, but you don't want something that's that's crazy. You know, I or ideally there's wrestling boots as well. Um, I get my wrestling boots from, um, I think it's Ringside Boots by Richard Bishop. I've always got my boots from there. Yeah. So that's, that's what I recommend if you can do that. Um, check that out 
but that's a little bit of an investment. So Terms those are, are yeah, those are your those are your tiers for getting in. So you've got your wrestling boots, and then you've got your Asics wrestling shoes, which is what I'd recommend for this stage. Below that, there's the Lonsdale boxing boots, which are absolutely fine. And then below that, there's kind of another brand of suitable trainers. Yeah. Uh, in terms of clothing, basic gym clothing, nothing too loose, I would say. You don't want it to be like you know, big, giant, triple XL baggy t-shirt or whatnot. But like, well, I think, unless you are a triple XL. Unless that's your yeah. size. Like, don't, unless, you know, and you want, you know, just what you would wear to like, you know, to, to you know, uh go to the gym or just activity you know something that you're you're comfortable you know don't turn up in jeans you know you yeah. want to be comfortable something that you 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 don't mind kind of building up a bit of a sweat going and yeah. stuff like that you can move around and that's kind of mobile uh you don't want anything that's going to kind of restrict your mobility yeah. so whatever you would wear for the gym that's probably what you Basically, want to bring yeah, here you know i would also bring a bag with a spare um t-shirt t-shirt in just it, in at, case at the least bring a towel as well towely south park rules yep towely don't forget to bring a towel Totally. Uh, bring a towel and another massive thing bring a big bottle of water yes that's what I would say water huge thing I got one right here for this podcast <laughs> you can buy this prestigious water at um, so yeah in terms of water here's a little uh, again I'm gonna bore you with the statistics even a 2% even dehydration of 2% of your body weight can make a massive difference on your performance. So even a small, tiny bit of dehydration from you know working and, and running and and you know taking bumps, rolling, sweating, and not rehydrating can affect performance. So make sure that you are staying hydrated, guys. Uh, it's a huge, huge thing. And again, we're not you know it's based on what we're going to be doing. Like you're you're gonna you're you're gonna want to stay hydrated. Um, other than that, I think. Um, there's nothing else major equipment-wise that you'll need. You know, if, you, if you want, uh, if once we start kind of going into the more complicated things, if you want things like knee pads and elbow pads Personally, and things, I would recommend knee pads. Yes, I would recommend knee pads. Knee pads definitely. You can pick up like the volleyball ones from like Amazon or from, or you can pick up just basic ones just to get you started, just for your, you know, yeah. almost like your quote, so training knee pads. Basically, the the ones I use, um, I have custom knee pads, but underneath the custom patterns are trace knee pads. Yes, they're volleyball knee pads um if you basically search for volleyball knee pads you will find them yeah um elbow pads are not essential uh, you can have them if you'd like but the knee pads i think are going to serve you well i would to be honest long with you, term yeah yeah i'm not going to say it's essential but i you know so you we're not going to have you do anything that's going to you know irritate your knees in you know the first part of training but i think that would be good for you to have so go get trace knee pads are great i think the mcdavid ones are good as McDavid well mcdavid ones are the ones i use uh they're very very good you can kind of get the uh very similar volleyball style ones yeah. or you can get like the sleeve style ones that i use uh, and they've they've served me really really well protected the yeah. uh, my old knees but at the end of the day, right now, we're not doing shows, we're training. So any yeah. sort of knee pads you can find will be absolutely fine for now. Um, that in terms of like the equipment that you need to bring. Um, again, someone asked in the comments there, tracksuit bottoms or shorts. I would bring shorts personally because you're yeah. going to be getting a sweat on here. Again, it's either is, is fine, whatever you're more comfortable in, but just you are going to be building up a sweat. So shorts would be the preference. It's not, you know, it's not mandatory, but that's what I would, I would I've ripped the ass out of multiple pairs of tracksuit bottoms when training just because they're not they don't they're good but they don't provide the best mobility 
uh, sometimes. So if you're going to wear tracksuit bottoms, make sure that they're kind of the the kind of stretchy ones that can kind of like stretch a little bit. You don't you don't really want the um like the waterproof style ones that are a bit tighter. They're very like they're kind of like they're they don't stretch and you can rip them because I ripped like three or four pairs of those. People are wondering uh, we've got a grommet sitting right. We have all grommet down here. Hello, grommet. He did have a bit of an accident the other day, um, which we haven't gotten into any details about. No, I think, I think uh, me and Sophie are actually going to do a podcast about it. Oh, boom! Um, so to so still, that'll be Sophie's podcast debut. It will be. It nice. Will be. Um, but I get just because I get worried when he's, you know, yeah, chilling. I'm just like, I hope he's all right. Uh, but anyway, back to the task at hand. Um, so, like I say, training starts on September 15th, and people are asking, what can you do to get prepared for this cardio-wise? Uh, what I will say, folks, is this is going to be an exercise in fitness. Yep. So we are going to help you increase your fitness over the eight-week course. Mm-hmm. However, um, I, it would certainly benefit you to have some sort of conditioning going in. Is that fair to say? I would agree, sure. yeah, I would agree. So Dave, can you give any tips for, because like I say, Dave is the person I go to for advice on training and stuff like that. Dave, have you got any advice of what people could maybe do? There's 11 days to go. What could people do? Even, I want you to think it's starting at the most basic beginner level. What could someone do to just get themselves a little bit more ready than nothing at all? I would say the, at the most basic level, run. Go for a little run, you know, uh, even outside, even kind of if you've got like uh, any sort of grassy area nearby where you stay or if you go to, if you've got a gym near you, you can kind of try out a treadmill there. I would just go for a little run, you know, kind of, under, kind of feel, one of the main things I'll say is just feel what it feels like to sort of use your heart and lungs, you know, and to kind of use, to move your body around a little bit, uh, particularly if you don't do a whole lot of exercise. As I say, as Joe was saying there, like, no, it's not a requirement that you're a super athlete and that you've got amazing cardio because, again, it's going to be something that everyone's going to be starting at different levels and we're going to be, you know, everyone's going to have their strengths and their weaknesses and everyone's going to have their own things. It's not a requirement for you to have incredible cardio to begin with. But if you want to get a little bit of that, of a taste of what, you know, just kind of what your body's going to be going through and what you're going to be experiencing on the day, um, again, run, a little bit of a run. If you've got a if you do happen to go to a gym and maybe you lift weights or you do any of that stuff and you haven't really dabbled in any kind of cardio stuff before, you know, if you've got things like battle ropes, you've got a rowing machine, or even if you have a bike. Even if you have a bike in your house, you know, if you've got a bike that you've used to ride a bike, go for a bike ride. You know, just little things that get your body working a little bit, get you moving. Because um, you're going to be moving your whole body when you're wrestling. And uh, I would, that's what I would say. I would say kind of just, just on the simplest level. As I say, even, even a little jog or even like a yeah. brisk walk is still going to be better than, than nothing. nothing. Yeah, absolutely. As I say, just getting you going. Just getting you going. Understand what it's going to feel like. There you go. Um, so that's kind of a, a couple of things that you can do to get yourself prepared. Um, next thing I'm going to talk about, there's a little bit of, um, I've heard varying opinions on it. Personally, I feel that having a notepad helps. Yes. I, now, I've been told by someone very high up in the business who, and who I very much respect, who I take most of a lot of what I've learned from. But this person told me not to have a notepad because you don't have a notepad in the ring. Now, I do accept that to a certain point, but at the very basic level of training, I think having that to look over certainly helped me traveling back from wrestling. So when I was on the bus or the train on the way back, having that helped. So I would personally recommend that you bring a notepad 
with you. That's what. Yeah, I'm I would say a notepad and a pen would be ideal because even just writing things down, you you know it will ingrain it more into your brain. The fact you're having to now write down things and then you can read back over it. Like uh, as I say, nothing that we're going to be doing is going to be over the, over the top complicated, but it's just for being able to revisit and look over again. Yeah, I, I would highly recommend that. Also, when you come along, um, what would be great is I think you need to decide what you want to get out of this course. Yes. So you need to decide, well, and you don't have to decide right away. You might decide as you go, but we would like you to, we, we want to know what your goals and your ambitions are. So for example, are you learning to train wrestling because you're passionate about it and you want to do it as a hobby? Or are you thinking this could be a career? Now, don't get me wrong. These things can change as we go, and that's absolutely fine. Absolutely. But any sort of indication that you can give before you start training, it means that we can really gear your training towards you. So, for example, if you're saying this is just a hobby right now and I want to see where it goes, cool. Then maybe we're, we're going to – that will affect – how hard we're going to push you. Whereas if you're someone that says this has to be my career, then I'm going to go, then I'm going to say, well, actually we need you to do more setups than that. We need you to do more drills than that. We need you to do X, Y, and Z if you want to be a professional because the competition is fierce. Whereas if you're telling me this is for fun, then we're going to make it fun. You know, if it's your job, we're still, it's still going to be fun, but the focus is going to be on how can we turn this how can we get this to the next level in that dream? And we'll, we'll do our very best to prepare you for the next stages. So that's kind of, I, w- I would really like it if you could come with some sort of idea of what you want to get out of the course. Also, it's completely fine. A lot You might know a lot of referees have, train as wrestlers and then become referees. A lot of managers train as refer- uh, wrestlers and then become managers. Yeah. That's not out with the realms of possibility. Any goals that you may have, let us know and we're going to gear it towards your needs if you are looking to do something like that if it is like oh i want to be a referee or a manager or something like that let me tell you this it's a a huge asset to any show and any uh any show when you have a referee or a manager that can you know take basic bumps and and move around and understand the the ins and outs of the physical part of the business a little bit it's a very you know some of the greatest managers of all time you know were had worked before yeah. so it's if if that's your goal still come along and absolutely you know absolutely you never know that might be your goal you might come along and then you might go you know what i actually really love this and then you decide you want to actually you know push for actually uh making a career of wrestling as i say things will change people change people can change their minds all the time when you when you come along have an idea but don't be afraid if that idea suddenly changes midway through or if you suddenly change your mind and go you know what i i want to do this a bit more seriously or "Mm, maybe i want to dial it back a little bit Absolutely. So another thing I want to say, this is going to sound like a basic thing, but it is quite important. Um, obviously, by undertaking this, it is that you don't risk and all that. And we need to, so we will basically, we, but what we do need to do is we need to check ID because we can't train people who are under the age of 16. So we need people yes. to be 16 and above. And rather than single people out who we think might be or whatever, it's just easier for us if everyone provides uh, identification um, and then so we can do that we can get you signed in and we can get uh, moving on from there so things like um driver's license provisional driver's license yeah just like that another thing i'll mention uh that i think is very very important again doesn't gets talked about in kind of sometimes kind of uh, hygiene guys hygiene 
make sure you're having a shower before you you come in make sure that you've had that you know your your hair is clean that your clothes are are uh, are, are cleaner and, and things like that because you're going to be grappling with people you're going to be getting locking up and getting kind of close with people you know and you, know, you want to make sure that you're that you're at least somewhat kind of clean and that you've uh, you've done your best to sort of you know not be all smelly there you know so try that you know just again just nice and make sure that your uh, that your 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 hygiene is in check uh yeah, that is a that is something that's always been an issue in the kind of training stages in wrestling because you know like I say I would never tell someone how to um, look after themselves but like you say when you are in close proximity with people before you start training yeah that is things yeah, like something that you probably want to think about well, we want to think about things you know there's a lot of things especially with a lot of body contact that can be passed and things like that so you just want to be very careful of that stuff you know but like, as I say we'll we'll, we'll uh, well when you get there you know we we'll do our we'll do what we can to smarten you up to all that stuff and let you know about these things and again the little things that you might not know about yet that all that stuff will be covered so don't worry about that uh too much um what else do you think man what's what else is on your mind um so i mean there isn't a whole lot to this i mean i think a lot of people get dissuaded from professional wrestling training because they think there's kind of more to prepare than there is a lot of people have been asking me about like you know what weight training can i do what mm -hmm. uh, you know cardio can i do what uh, and that's great that they're asking those questions because it shows that they're serious yes um but what i do want to tell people is obviously it what you put in you will get out if you want to work really hard in the gym uh, beforehand and you get there then it's going to make it is going to make things easier however there'll be people who don't do any weight training and need a bit of advice on that yeah you know and that the course is absolutely open for those people as well so it really is just a case of you can be as prepared as you would like to be at what you, like say i'm going to treat this like university rather than school yeah you know what i mean it's like we're, we're not going to force you to be there we're not going to force you to prepare for things we're not going to force you to do anything but whatever extra stuff that you want to do it's going to pay dividends in the long run absolutely what I'd, i also this is something whenever i do a seminar this is one of the things i always ask people and i would like i'm telling you now because i'd like you to come armed with a few answers now it sounds like a weird thing to ask but one thing i always ask people is i say when your closest friends and family are asked about you what would they what would they say are your three best traits and your three worst traits, hmm. right? And people kind of wonder why I ask that question. And then I go, because the three positive traits you just mentioned, that's how you'll be portrayed as a face and your three negative traits, that's how you will be a villain, you know? That's that's kind of what I'm looking at there because at the end of the day, professional wrestlers, it's it, it's always better when it's ingrained in reality. So I always try to get people to tap in to the side of their personality that is real, you know. So yeah. like for example, a lot of the stuff I do, it relates to kind of arrogance and overconfidence because that's something that people have said about me in the past. So if that's something that I'm already nah. subconscious, <laughs> if I'm already <laughs> subconsciously putting that out there then it's going to be a very natural thing to lean towards. So before you come, I would like you all to think about what are your, and, and even ask your friends and family, ask honestly, what are the three best traits about me and the three worst traits about my personality? And then when you come to training with it, we can, we can use that to have a think of what your wrestling character is going to be. Because one thing that I've found through training schools and seminars across the world is it tends to be like 90, if not 100% in ring, 
and almost you know ten to zero percent on promos and, and character and stuff like that. Yeah. And I understand the way that the business is geared now. It is geared more towards the in-ring product. There is absolutely is, no yeah. doubt about that. But at the highest level, um, story is still... Still a very important Very, part very important. Promos are still very, very important. And like I say, wrestling always moves in cycles. Absolutely. It so always moves in cycles. Yes. So what's maybe not interest now will be in soon it's always important to have those skill sets like even if you are a character based person or you know and again this is looking down the line if you're a character based wrestler or you're a comedy wrestler or you're a solid in-ring worker it always is pays dividends to have those all facets there at least to a good degree you know maybe you specialize in character based promos but it, it will never harm you Never harm you to be a solid ring, in-ring technician as well, you know, to know your way in and out the ring. What the thing is we're looking to do is to, again, sort of flip the formula on its head a little bit and go, you know, let's cover everything. We're covering every aspect, every facet of the business. It's not just a, well, this is how you do these moves, this move, and, and reverse this, this, and this. It's about, again promos about the, the your physique and your fitness you know how your mindset you know things like that uh, being able to really the, the business side of the business you know it's uh, one of the most under un, uh, under utilized spoken parts of the business but not a lot of guys talk about the business of the business um, things like that uh, one thing I will say that I just remembered uh, that would be very important is make sure before you arrive as well that you've had at least something to eat a few at least a, a couple of yes, hours I before about that. a couple of hours before yeah don't worry too much about what it is as long as it's not like a big mcdonald's or something like that you know have something relatively you know uh relatively savory that's gonna you know fill you up a little bit you don't want to be uh you don't want to be going in uh fasted or hungry like if you're going in you, you know you're gonna have a it's gonna be a bit rougher if you've not got any energy to kind of do do some stuff here as i say the training's gonna be hard it's not gonna destroy you it's not gonna you know it's not gonna it's not gonna make you pass out or kill you or anything like that but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be intense it's gonna be hard and you're gonna be moving your body in a way that you've maybe not used to doing it before so it's important to make sure that you've got some form of nutrient or some form of nutrition in you uh, just to sort of fuel you you know and as I say that's again something that will uh, I mean at least I know I'll happily be going into more depth with people about uh, is just how to fuel your body properly and um, how to kind of um, navigate your way through kind of nutrition and eating correctly for not only your physique and your fitness but for you know your performance as well absolutely um again that is one thing i had uh, forgot about as well um and there have been, i'm here i know and there have <laughs> been times where i've eaten too soon before training yeah and i've i've thrown up before yep. you know because i've done that i've been there so just be careful of that as well i think like you say you know you want to be um hydrated and stuff uh, i think hydration is very important yeah if if there's you know that is a major, major thing is having water with you because one hundred percent. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be needed. As I say, none of these things are quote unquote, you know, necessary. You know, other than maybe the ID, like that's the only thing that's really quote necessary. But you know, because again, you you can wear jeans, you can wear jeans. You can't wear jeans. We're but not going to allow jeans. I would one hundred percent not wear jeans because after you do. 
10 minutes worth of the warm up you, you, you're going to you're going to yeah. you're going to hate yourself don't bring jeans we, yeah, will, don't, we don't, will not allow jeans you're not going to okay no. cool so you're actually going to no. yeah we will not allow jeans yeah so i think like it, to be honest if you're a wrestling character that has jeans like an orange cassidy or something like that fit enough i don't i think he has jeans but um yeah that's fine that's a different at the moment thing. we're not really worried but too much yes, about but that for stuff. training just let's be sensible about the stuff that yes we, basically if you were to show up to a personal training gym session what would you wear what would you wear what would you have what would you be doing yeah. what would you be thinking so that that's pretty much it it's, yeah. it's to be honest we're going to take you through most of the stuff and what i do want to say is this will be building in increments right so yes. the first the first couple of weeks you're not going to be you know taking tombstones or you know no, no. from the top of the building canadian destroyers yeah. from the top no. rope as as a professional wrestler, I have always been on the conservative side of taking certain bumps. I've said no to a lot of things in my career. Yeah, got heat for it at times, but there's just no price that anyone could pay. Well, me you're to, still here to break my neck. You know, you're still I just here. Like, yeah, still have I've, your neck. I haven't had any really any serious injuries from wrestling. There's probably um, some knock on some wood there, Joe. Yeah, touch wood. There you go. Um, and I've been pretty lucky. I know that I've been lucky with regards to that. Um, but. It's not just luck, it's also by taking the proper precautions. So we are going to come at this from a very, from a, from a safety point of view. So the stuff that we'll be doing in the first weeks, we'll be doing a lot of rolls. Yep. Um, we'll be learning to fall properly. There'll be a lot of like mat technique. And it's going to be, before you would ever even come close to taking a, a bump in a pro a full hard pro wrestling ring you know we're going to be four weeks in before that happens yeah so, so you'll we'll, have learned yeah. kind of how to fall yes and, and before that we'll have you know crash mats and, of course and things like that so by you know i'm very uh, very excited to see to see where this goes and how much value and how much we can develop people i'm, I'm really super excited for it. we've had a lot of positivity a lot of people reaching out um and i'm really excited for it this is going to be an awesome awesome journey and an awesome thing to be yeah. a part of and you know thank you to everyone who has signed up so far like i say we've got four spaces left only four only four if you do want to join head over to edinburghwrestling.com we've got four spaces left it's a hundred pounds for the entire eight week course okay uh they've got myself We've got uh, Dave, who who's a specialty runs his own personal training company. He's going to be guiding you with your kind of your fitness and your nutrition goals. And for those of you who enjoy a kind of high flying style of wrestling, um, Lewis is very going to contemporary. Be style, yes, a contemporary it. style of wrestling. Lewis is going to be on hand to well, to help with that. And like I say, we're doing this Ultimate Fighter style. This is like in terms of the coaches, these are my coaches. Dave and Lewis are the people I go to when I need to take my stuff to the next level. I go to Dave when I have questions about fitness and nutrition. I go to Lewis when I need some cool new moves. And then hopefully I'm kind of the anchor between the two of them who can provide like that solid wrestling foundation and the promo skills and stuff like that. But what I will say is we're going to, between the three of us over the eight weeks, we're going to gear this completely towards your goals. So the yes. more that we know about what you want to get out of this, whether it be as a hobby or as a profession, the more we know about that, the more info that you can give us, the better that we can tailor this to your needs. And if you are someone that does want to make this a career, and never be shy about that. If that is what you want to do, let us know. It doesn't matter what size, what shape, what gender, orientation, 
religious background, like anything. It does not matter. If you want to be a professional wrestling, the door is wide open for everyone and we we want to have an inclusive environment where everyone uh, can partake, everyone can have fun, everyone feels safe. But any person who steps forward and says, I want to do this as a professional, we're going to do our very best to guide you in your next steps as well. So right now, as I say, we've got the eight-week course done, but we are working on what the next steps will be after that as well. I mean, we'll, yep. we'll have more information about that soon. Uh, no matter what happens, we will uh, help you with your, your next steps. But this eight-week course, if you are a beginner and if, if you've never done this before, or even if you have done it before, even if you've done wrestling before and it wasn't quite, you know, you didn't feel like you were maybe safe there or it wasn't what you thought the training would be and you want to give it another go, you can come to us as well. You don't have to be an absolute beginner. True. But this course is, this will start for people who are absolute beginners as well. So everyone is welcome. It's edinburghwrestling.com. We've got four spots left. Go check it out. Um, Dave, before we round this up, is there anything else you want to add? Yeah. Is there anything you can pull in from your personal training side of things that you think people should maybe think about before they start pro wrestling? The, the one thing I will say, and this is going to be a normal thing for everyone, is you're, you're going to feel, you're, you might feel a little bit nervous about it. It's a new environment, it's, a, it's new people and things like that. That's normal. What we're going to promote is a very safe environment where you can have fun, where you can learn things, where... We want this to be an enjoyable experience for everyone involved. Um, and again, based on, again, comfortability and just feeling safe to be yourself and, and safe to, you know, say things like step up and go, well, I want to be a world champion someday. Well, hell. I said that in my first Yeah, you did. Yeah, did. yeah, you did. And again, there were people that looked at you like, like what the hell? Yep. But look where you're at now. You know, and it's just again, like Joe was saying, anything. Be, be, I want. We want you to come in and open up and be comfortable with who you are, and 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 tell us about about yourself, and let us learn about you and what it is you're looking to get out of it. But as I say, um, professional wrestling is an environment that doesn't have a whole lot of publicity from a training point of view. We're looking to prom to change that and promote a very safe, fun, enjoyable learning environment. Uh, as I say, I love to coach, whether it be professional wrestling coaching, fitness nutrition coaching, uh, any of that stuff. I, I'm just, I'd love to coach in general. Um, so, you know, anything I can do to help anybody or any questions you guys have, do not hesitate to fire me over questions, uh, inquiries. Um, yeah, and as Joe said, four spaces left. If you've even thought about it, if you've even just considered, man, I'd like to give pro wrestling a try, you're not going to get... Uh, a better a, a better opportunity than this with a hundred pounds for the, the eight week course uh the level of coaching you're going to get the in-depth nature of what we're doing and the uh the complete kind of covering every basis of what we're doing um you're not going to get you're really not going to get much better than that in in uh at the moment and that's where that's where if you if you've even considered this absolutely absolutely go for it edinburghwrestling.com fill up those last four spaces uh they're not going to be that they're not going to be there for very long so if you're interested jump on it now you know you will not regret it absolutely well said dave um unfortunately i'm going to need to go i have a media call in about 30 seconds oh, um, fancy, that takes, eh? i know that'd be quite a good day mate um so gromit has actually chilled how can that be how can that be comfortable? Anyway, thanks so much, folks. Thank you. Dave covered it all. We can't wait to see you on September 15th. Four spaces left, people. Go check it out. EdinburghWrestling.com. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.